welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerd, Matt O'Hara. Hey, week one. In the books. Yes. Easy come, easy go. It just shows you this season's going to be over tomorrow. It's sure. It's going to be over before we know it. Yeah, we wait all year long, and then here we are already going to week two. Mm-hmm. And what a week one it was, wasn't it, that? Uh, yeah, it was a little bit crazy. We have a jam-packed episode for you today. We're talking injuries, sneaky pickups, waiver wire stashes, who to sit, who to start, who to kick off your team who not to freak out because they didn't play well in week one yeah i guess that's the number one advice is just don't freak out it's just week one right exactly take the good with the bad it's gonna take a few weeks to really see what this you know the whole landscape is but yeah, that's the first couple of weeks of the season right absolutely that's what we're here that's what we're here for to help you navigate and get through this mud that's right mud get yourself when in I say, shape when i say the... mud what's the second word that comes to your head um Actually, no word comes. No, in. okay, yeah, just sorry. wondering. All right, let's get let's get into injuries, shall we? <laughs> let's do it. Um, obviously, the biggest news of the week coming out yeah. for all aspects of fantasy football. It's a bad one. It had me almost crying, like he was crying going on the cart. Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen down again, man. Two years in a row. Last year, lacerated kidney. All right. This year, ACL and just ACL is nothing else. So it's not as bad, but he's still out for the year. He's out for the year. I mean, it seems like now Now I think you can officially slap this guy with the injury kind of label. Yeah, when you're it's, young and you get hurt, it just keeps on coming, right? It's been every single year. I don't think he's played a full season, has he? I don't think so. Yeah, so I think he's had something every single year. Now, I mean, he didn't even last a full game. In a full season. half. Right. I so, mean, what a bummer, he, man. And he was doing well, too, which is, you know. He's he's a beast. He's heavily targeted. Right. So if you own Philip Rivers, this sucks. If you own Keen Allen, this sucks. Doubly sucks. Yeah. Um. Good news is you could buy Keen Allen probably pretty cheap right about now. Uh, I mean, yes and no. I mean, I'm sure the guy's probably a little bit too salty right now to make that kind of move. Or frustrated. The way I look at it is, I'm putting an offering for Keen Allen. What I think I'd be willing to give up for him, just because same thing how we mentioned he's been hurt every year. So the owners almost got to be like, you know what, this is never going to work out. You know, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> Which uh, always means it's you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. Right. You just can't, you can't stand on two legs. You keep getting hurt. You keep <laughs> yeah. breaking my heart. If you can't run routes, man, you're no good for yeah, me. Yeah, you gotta wheel your ass out of here. <laughs> sorry, Ke- Keenan. But I mean, if you have the room to wait and you have something that you can give up for Keenan, I'd be willing to give up something for Keenan and wait a year for him. Um. Yeah, I I mean yes, he's a heck of a talent when he's on on the field, but he is one of those guys I think is just going to be injured for the rest of his career. So. so where do we go from here in San Diego? We have your boy Tyrell Williams, who we just posted an article on DynastyNerds dot com yesterday about. So you can get down there and read more about Tyrell Williams. And he was on our sleeper episode that you were kind of pimping his name for the last uh, couple of weeks now. Um, yeah, I mean he he is the type of guy that Philip Rivers tech you know he he likes. He's he's the bigger kind of guy that can get downfield. And I mean he only had two catches this this past week but it was for 71 yards so i mean i think it was a long of 38 so he was right around 35 yards a catch there which is pretty good pretty snazzy yeah so i mean obviously his targets will probably go up and i mean i'm obviously he's not gonna he's not gonna average like 30 something yards a catch but um he is a he is like a big play guy 
and you have Dontrell Inman, one catch for five yards, still yeah. going to be Dontrell Inman. And then you also have Travis Benjamin, the rabbit himself, someone that you have been poo-pooing on all summer long. And I said, hey, hey, let's give Travis just a little chance here. Seven receptions for a whopping 32 yards. Exactly. I'm surprised, actually. That's an odd stat line for him. Yeah, Because usually he's like two catches for like a large amount, and, and to have seven catches, that. Maybe they're going to utilize him a little bit differently than the play more maybe. of the slot. Maybe you think a little, uh, little run and dump action. Yeah, maybe. So, I mean, that's probably actually better for his value. Cause I just don't, you know, I just don't think he's all that great. Yeah. But, but Tyrell and Travis he, both get a bump. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If he, if he's going to be getting, you know, seven catches a game, that's great. He's probably going to turn it into more than 32 yards or whatever he got. And I, I mean, obviously the running backs are going to get a boost here, but we're going, we're going to go game by game after this. Uh, so we'll get into that San Diego game here later. But right, yeah, right now it would be Tyrell Williams and Travis Benjamin, both who can be had for pretty cheap that you might want to throw your chips on if you're in Vegas. Yeah, I mean, uh, everyone's going to get – it's going to be spread around. I think, yeah, but you're bit. hoping for a wide receiver Those, three bump. You're not looking for, oh, hey, Keenan Allen. I mean, if I if I just lost Keenan Allen, I would probably try to get Tyrell Williams because he's probably sitting there on the waiver wire. I put a waiver claim in every one of my redraft leagues for Tyrell Williams. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking him up. Yep. Shipping him in. I think he's the the natural guy to kind of fill in the most. Okay. Uh, another another injury nudes. Uh, Sammy Watkins' foot. Um, yeah, man, this is kind of one of those. It's kind of like the same deal as Dez had going last Ooh, year. Yeah. It's the same kind of surgery that Dez had, and Dez tried to like fight through it early and like get back kind of soon, and then he started getting these little these little things. And that's very similar to what Sammy Watkins is dealing with now. Like solid he, point. He came out and was dressed for the you know open portion of practice, but then dressed he w- for success. But then he went inside and did practice today, huh. like with the rest of the team. He went into the inside facility and did like I'm guessing rehab type of stuff. Wait, how was Dez's fantasy year last year? Um, Dez's fantasy year was a disaster. Ooh! Yeah, and he ended up on IR. So oh. I mean, it's one of those things where um, you think it's me. You think I should change my Twitter avatar? Possibly. It's been that way for a year. I think it's due for a change anyways. Yeah. You may you may have jinxed him. But I mean, honestly, it, it's it's just an ominous sign to me that he's after one game of like going full out, his he's having all this pain in his foot. And this is kind of the, the way these kind of surgeries seem to go. They there's always like a little setback and then you gotta have a screw reinserted or taken out. And then or you're something. out for three to four then weeks you, and exactly. you come back and you're still poo-pooing. Yeah, exactly. And then, and now oh, it's still, it doesn't feel right. Cause guess what? It just takes time. And these guys aren't really giving it the time. It seems. Hmm. So that's my Sammy Watkins take. I, I don't that's a strong take. I don't see a great season for him coming. If you know this, this with this foot time to bench. I definitely, Maybe. definitely, eh, I mean, if he play, it's a Thursday, I think, this week for them. So I, and if he plays on a Thursday on a short week, um, I'm probably going to bench him just because I, I like to stay away from those games naturally. Yeah, Thursday games blow. We always say that. Be careful not, if you have an option not to play a guy on a Thursday night, right. try not to do it. Yeah. Um, speaking of Thursday, you see those color rush jerseys? I did. Pretty stellar, huh? The Bengals looked amazing. I thought that was yeah. They look like, kind of cool. like the uh, Bearcats uniforms a little bit. Yeah, you see Bearcats. It was, it was it's weird because like some of those people aren't even wearing. Like the Rams aren't wearing theirs that they have. The Browns aren't wearing theirs. Right. They're wearing all white. But yeah, the Bengals did look pretty stellar. The Bengals looked awesome. It's just basically their Bengals uniform with most of the orange stripped out. So it's like black and white, and then there's just like one 
one bangle stripe of orange. It looks meow. Pre- it looked sweet, man. And I liked that, it. Yeah, it looked cool. It looked way better than la- last year. It was just a disaster. Last year was hideous. Yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. It was like Sherman Williams right. pooped all over the place. <laughs> um, other injury, major devastating news. RG three. RG three. Same same thing. Like Keen Allen, already to the IR. Already <laughs> to the. IR. <laughs> Well, this game's almost over. Not so fast. <laughs> Not so fast. I still have two minutes to injure myself for the season. Hey, you, <laughs> you brick wall. Hold on, wait for me. I'm gonna run shoulder into, first. I'm going to run into you shoulder first for no reason. Oh, dude. I've seen nerds bigger than that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's got pipe cleaners for arms and legs. He's just a brittle dude, man. Good and- news is Gary Barnage. Is going, if you have Gary Barnes, you start him like I did in the league, who caught zero balls. Who's like he's trying to catch bars of soap out there. Uh, <laughs> wet bars of soap. Wet bar. Don't bend over, Gary. <laughs> uh, he had a he had his obviously his, a wide tight end number like four year last year, caught over a thousand yards with Josh McGowan. So it gives him a little bump. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, yeah, he was not connecting well, obviously, with RG three. The offense, the whole offense looked terrible for the Browns. So the Browns look terrible. As a Browns fan, I have never been le- less optimistic in my entire Browns history, career of love. We are clearly, well, the Rams look pretty bad too, but we are almost clearly the worst team in the NFL. Our defense actually played slightly better than I thought they would be, but still terrible. Defense was awful. Yeah. Duke Johnson. We'll wait. We'll wait till we get to Browns. Yeah. Moving. Moving, moving on. on. Inj- we're talking about injuries now. The only thing that came out of injury that is my heart. Yeah. Basically. Uh, so, um, the news, I guess, of the week. Um, of the week. This is, we were talked about Keenan Allen being news of the week. No, I mean the moving on. The news. The news going to next week is Jamal. Jamal Charles might not play again in week. Again. Two. Yeah. So obviously the knee isn't quite right yet, and plus Andy Reid probably saw enough out of Spencer Ware this past game that he feels comfortable sitting him. So Spencer Ware, should we talk about Spencer Ware now, or wait until we get to the KC game? Uh, I mean, I think we can wait for the stats and all that. But Spencer Ware had an amazing game. Teaser. Uh-huh. Unless you watch football, then you already know. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know. But just, we'll talk about our boy Spence. Listen, we've been. I said this on my ESPN show on Sunday. Uh, I said, hey, if you listen to Dynasty Nerds podcast, you are not new to Spencer Ware. Because people were calling him like, who's Spencer Ware, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, we've been pimping this guy since March. Yep. Since, no, after that, we've been pimping Spencer Ware since January. Uh, Yeah, it's been, dude, it's been a long time. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what, you know, exact month. You and I and Spence, we we go go way back. Way back. Um, So moving on, yeah, Jamal Charles owners, beware. But hey. You know, I'd honestly, if I'm a Jamal Charles owner, I, I never have him anyways, I'd say, hey, dude, sit as long as you can, be 100% healthy. I want you for the playoffs anyways. Yeah, I agree with that. Moving I, on. Yep. Uh, our boy, Zach Ertz, um, may miss an extended period of time with a rib displacement. Ooh, that hurts. That doesn't sound... <laughs> Bye, you got me there. Uh, hey. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. You, know, you got you hit some ribs or displaced. He misplaced it. Hey, what my ribs? So, yeah, that's right. Um, McDonald's specials must be coming around. <laughs> displaced uh, ribs, which sounds... <laughs> it sounds- Sounds Terrible. like it hurts, man. Oh yeah. Um. So it's not really broken. How my ribs? Uh, they're displaced. They're not really where they're supposed to be. <laughs> huh? So what are you trying to say? They're displaced, Zach. <laughs> are they broken? Uh, cartilage is all messed up, man. They're not broken. They're... they're just not where they're supposed to <laughs> yeah. be. So he got popped pretty good, and obviously, um, 
he may miss an extended period of time. I mean, luckily it's not like a quarterback or something that, you know, has to throw the ball and torque, but I mean, get, not, get hit. Yeah. You're going to get hit. And so he'll be, he'll probably miss, you know, a few weeks on. So from one tight end to another tight end, <sighs> Julius Thomas has a ankle sprain that dude literally every single season seems to have an ankle sprain. He must've been trying to cover Kyrie Irvin. <laughs> oh, those ankles are getting broken. Crossover swish. I mean, dude, yeah, his ankle is just like it's it's, it's like one he's he drank a lot of milk, another one is like a stick of butter. Yes, it's it's bad, man. Fragile. So, um that's his biggest knock, right? He's always hurt. It's always he's always hurt and it always seems to be his ankle. Um as far as lower body, I think he hurt his hand last year and too. He looked good. Oh man, he definitely looked good. So, it's one of those things where keep an eye on it. There we haven't heard yet as to the severity of it or anything like that. He played through like the whole game. I think he only missed like a little bit of the I game mean, and came back. It's like Julius and Keenan Allen and guys like this. Uh, it's like those really good looking girls or guys, whatever you're into, uh, and they have herpes. Oh. It's like, oh, I'd love to get all up on that. And you're like, but I can't. Mm, but I can't. But I'll think about it. <laughs> you want to you be with me forever? <laughs> Speaking of, of injured hands, um, CJ Procise, also the, the rookie that I don't think either one of us is like particularly high on. One carry? One carry, one catch, one broken hand. And he went and saw some of the Dynasty Nerds t-shirt, and we gave, gave him a high five, and whoops. Snap. <laughs> Snap. I didn't know the power of that shirt. Uh-huh. I'm going to order one of those off exactly. DynastyNerds.com. Exactly. You do that, CJ. Maybe to pimp up your game a little bit there. Exactly. Nerd. You'd know that we don't like him. All right. <laughs> Let's get now. Those are the injury news and notes. Time goes into that. God knows how long, because I can't even read the time over here, but it's, uh, yeah, 13 minutes. All right. All right. It's a lot of injuries. Hey, man. I'm sure it's only going to get better, right? Yeah, right. Sure. We got, we're one game in. Yep. We've lost Keenan Allen. We've lost possibly Sammy. We're losing tight ends. It's been. It's going to be a fun year. <laughs> Where's my dynasty team going to go without RG3? Back to the waiver wire. <laughs> exactly. I'll just pick up Josh McCown for <laughs> another crappy quarterback. All right. So moving on. Damn. So the first game of the year was Denver, Carolina. Right. No big news out of there, dynasty-wise, besides the fact itself that C.J. Anderson looked terrific. Yeah, he looked good, man. Um, that was kind of the probably the biggest news. I mean, that and Calvin Benjamin, you know, they obviously targeted him pretty heavily as well on the other side. So on the news, yeah, out of that, he caught 6 of 12 targets, which has always been his knock. He only catches, like, half his targets, but I guess. And that was, I, I kind of take, like, some blame here because I've been kind of dissing Calvin Benjamin because he only catches half his targets, but when he does... He does big things with him, so he still had a great game. Yeah, so I mean, if if they're okay with him dropping and missing six targets a game, then you know, I guess who are we? You know, I who, are, me. who are we I to I. say stop throwing him the ball? <laughs> I am me saying stop throwing him the ball. Yeah. Um, C.J. Anderson though looked great in that offense. He's going to be heavily used in offense. I've liked C.J. Anderson the whole year. Um, the fact that he was had a really strong postseason game. And the fact that other teams were trying to sign him and Denver said, no, 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 we're going to sign him. He looked great. I hope he keeps it up. 4.6 yards per, uh, as an average, had a touchdown, caught four balls, had a touchdown, 47 yards receiving. He did it all. He, if he keeps this up, is going to be a, a nice, solid running back one. And it gave, they gave Ronnie Hillman the boot. Yeah. So, yeah. and then it doesn't help the cause that Devontae Booker's poor soul, his very first ever NFL carry. He fumbled. Yeah, that's never a good sign. <laughs> never, never, never. So, never. I mean, all signs are pointing 
you know, to C.J. Anderson having a monster year. I agree. The year that we thought he was going to have last year is probably going to come to fruition this year. And I'll say as long as he stays healthy, because last year I think he was nicked up, and I think he showed that he can't really play at a high level when he's nicked up. True. And Demarius, so. uh, his downward spiral kind of, again, it's only week one, but he still had that big drop in the fourth. And he tweaked a hip. We forgot to mention that in the injury Ooh, We did portion. tweak his hip. It's going to look that. Yeah. When he dips, you say he dips. Tweak that hip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's sad news. Um, moving on, Cleveland, Philadelphia, like we talked about. There's nothing going on there but heartbreak here in this room. Uh, I agree. Except for you. You just, you, you, you're like as apathetic as it comes. Um, you know what? I'm tired of watching that crap, man. Um, I am tired of watching it, but I, I am still going to watch it. I will be there. I'll be at the game next week cheering for uh, Josh McCown. Well, enjoy yourself. I'll tape it and watch it. Uh, you're going to tape it. Oh, that's right. You're going I'm going, to- I'm going to the Indians game. Oh, I wish my wife would ask me to do something during the Browns game. I'm like, it's the Browns game. It's not my wife. I'm going with my dad and my son. Oh. I wish my son would say, Dad, let's spend some quality time together. <laughs> uh, like, let's go watch some baseball. And I love, I'm the biggest Indian fan since I come. These are, these are tickets I bought for my dad for his birthday. You know what a lot of people don't know about me? Is, because we do, like, football and all this stuff. I am literally just as big of a baseball fan mm-hmm. as I am a football fan. Okay, not as big, because that's crazy. I don't have a baseball podcast. But, I, I mean, when it comes to Indians, I have Cavs season tickets too, but the Indians to me are, like, one B. Like, I love the, the fact that we're going to the playoffs most likely is like the greatest thing. In it's the a world big, it's a big series this weekend against Detroit. Yeah. So we could pretty much seal the deal and, and hit the nail in the coffin this weekend. Sometimes you learn a little something new about us and uh, yeah, we're really, really, really big baseball fans. Absolutely. Like, ever since I was young, I love baseball. It was actually, I think baseball might've been my first. Baseball was love. my first yeah. sports love. So um, Duke Johnson looked good. Carson Wentz looks surprisingly good, but it is versus Cleveland. But at the same time, it doesn't matter. It's still an NFL team. And not only that, some of the touchdown passes he threw were on a dime. They look great. You and I were watching the game. We're like, wow, that was a beautiful pass by Carson Wentz. Oh, man, he was just dropping him in the bucket, you know? Yes. And Nelson Algalore, who's kind of had, like, this big, like, pushback, almost forgotten about, um, down in the dumps, a former first-round pick, NFL pick, and dynasty pick just a year ago, came through and had a touchdown. Hey, man, he... he he caught four or five passes for 55, 57 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Mike that's, tried to, that's a pretty decent day for a guy that was most likely on everyone's bench. And goes think. back to her point, too, saying, you know, these people give up. Like, I, we always try to acquire the people that give up on those first-round picks yeah. that were rookie picks just a year ago that didn't do anything. We say, didn't we just talk about this like a month or so ago? Hey, those are guys you want to go acquire because yeah. they're super cheap. Yeah. Um, Laquan Treble is going to fall into that category because people are going to sleep on him because he's not doing anything now. Some of you are going to want to probably jump on. Nelson Aguilar is probably something you can get for a sandwich and a third or second round pick next year. Might be a good investment. Definitely if you feel like you have a caliber team, we're going to have a late second. Nelson Aguilar, who's just a first round pick last year, might be a good buy low. Definitely a good buy, man. I, I thought that, you know, all along that this transition was going to be a nice one going into a Doug Peterson offense for him. Yeah, I get it. The whole preseason was terrible news coming out of him, but it's right. him, Jordan Matthews, Aguilar. We saw him with our own two eyes catching TDs. Absolutely. I love TDs. I love TDs. Too. Love TDs. Love them. Mm-hmm. Give me six. Uh, moving on, Green Bay. Green, Jacksonville. Green, Bill, Green Bay, Jacksonville. Now, Chris Ivory's in the hospital. 
He's out. Well, he's out now, but he was in the hospital. Right. He was in the hospital for the game, and it's kind of like a surprise, mysterious, whatever. I, don't, it's, I still don't know what yeah. it was, but it was a very surprising thing that he wasn't. Somebody had a good time. tweet out there. I think it was like Mike Beckley or something. Or like, is it is it weird that like nobody knows what's going on with uh, Chris Ivory? It's probably like a testicle sore or something like that. <laughs> he wrote it was funny, whatever he wrote. But uh, so the big news though is actually the fact that Ivory was in the hospital. T.J. Yeldon. He's going to get the start, right? He's going to be the man. We're going to see what man. he has. It's not like Green Bay has the best run defense in the world right, right. either. TJ Yeldon has 21 carries for 39 yards. You're a math wizard. What's the average on that? Um, that's a 1.9. 1.9? 1. 1. That's a 1.9 yards per carry average. 1.9? That's a 1.9. Josh McCown could average 1.9. You could years. fall forward and get 1.9 just falling flat on your face yeah, that's, at 1.9 yards. That's not even six feet. I mean, that's just like tripping. Like, it's a line of scrimmage and trip. You yeah, get that's 1. like 9. five feet. <laughs> I'm taller than that. Yeah. Literally, yeah. Literally, that's if I hold the ball, at my t- I'm six foot one, right? That's what I mean. Yeah. So if I hold the ball at my head and I just fall, yeah, just, just head, trip, fall forward. Just trip. That's all you got to do. Get to the line and trip. And he saved Grace because he had a touchdown. He had four catches for 30 yards, which for a seven and a half yard average. But listen, this is a major concern. Right. I mean, yeah, he saved the day with the catches and the touchdown. But when Chris Ivory comes back, that's not saving the day. No, I mean, if you're averaging 1.9 yards per carry, that's his coach isn't going to let him play if that. I mean, so that's that's going to get him to the bench. So what that's I'm going to say, horrible. again, it's only one week. Right. We don't jump to conclusions week one, but it's a red flag that we should monitor because, listen, Jacksonville is trying to build a really nice offense here. They just signed Rehearn, uh, Alan Hearns to a long-term contract. The target monster, Allen Robinson himself, is going to get a huge contract. Mm-hmm. And they have Blake Bortles there. They're going to want a strong running game, okay? I know they just signed Chris Ivory, but listen, that's not nothing long-term either. If TJ Yellen continues to do what he's doing, he's going to be done. He's yeah, going to be done. They'll, they'll find somebody. They'll find a running it. back. In the, yep. I mean, remember, we got, we have to be, we got to have to monitor some of these guys and what they're doing because next year's draft class is that good where these guys will be able to be replaced with fresher, better legs for much cheaper and for a longer period of time. TJ Yeldon right now is on my uh-oh list. Mm-hmm. So, um, what about on the Green Bay side? Anybody, anybody stand out to you there? I mean, again, I mean, Devontae Parker, man. Devontae Parker is somebody we were talking about, like Nelson Aguilar on the Devont- doo-doo list. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. No, Devontae no. Parker, who knows who that guy is? I've never yeah. seen him play football before. <laughs> so, Devontae Adams had three catches for 50 yards and a touchdown. But here's the big thing. Here's the big news here for Devontae Adams. Seven targets. Seven targets, yeah, absolutely. And here's, the, here's like the top three breakout, and it's, it's you know, uh, Randall Cobb at eight, Devontae Adams seven, and Jordy Nelson had nine. So they're spreading the ball nicely. Aaron Rodgers right. spreading the well. Mm-hmm. We were watching him Sunday. We're like, God, is he good. He's like a surgeon. He's so good, man. It's ridiculous. Like here in Cleveland, we don't get to watch good quarterbacks, but him, right. Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, those guys are great. But Aaron Rodgers is just the way he moves in the pocket. Is like to the next level because Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, they can move in the pocket, but not like Rodgers, no, man. Oh, yeah. He's it's... so good. But he spread the wealth. It's really good news for Devontae Adam owners. I mean, talk about somebody who was down in the dumps as well. That's a good sign. Absolutely. And he was a guy, you know, a few years back that was a first round pick in, in most leagues. Oh, and, yeah. Because um, everyone had high hopes because they were like, oh, he's going to the Green Bay thing. And, and 
I think you know a few more games like this, and he'll have himself solidified as the number three. Led target. college football coming out in Fresno State with Derek Carr with right. led college football and touchdowns that, that year coming out. I yep. mean, this guy knows how to find the end zone. And he, had, I mean, he had the highest average of the three guys that were targeted the most too. He had sixteen point seven, you know, compared to nine point five for Randall Cobb and five point three for Jordy Nelson. He Got my come. eyes on him. Right. So yeah, maybe some of you can get. Yep. Maybe some of you can get. Yeah. Absolutely. Obviously not right now, but sometimes it's like. Like we said, we don't overreact on week one, but sometimes you might want to take a gamble where there might be an owner out there saying, hey, I'm trying to capitalize. He had one good week. Right. Let me get out now. So maybe you can't, maybe you can't get him cheap. For some people, I'm like, no, I'm a believer. But same people I've seen all over Twitter, people are selling Laquan Treadwell shares after one week left and right. I mean, that's just me, crazy. That to me is just nuts. But hey. Same thing. People are dumping Keen Allen left and right. And yeah. it's just. You can take advantage of situations like this, and you should. You should throw trade offers. Just throw them out there. You should constantly throw them out there for players like this in dynasty leagues because you never know what's going to stick. Sometimes you're going to say yes. I constantly do that uh, over the years where I throw trade offers out there just to throw them out there, knowing they're probably going to get rejected. But every now and then, people click yes, and you're like, wow, he, he said yes. <laughs> it's like asking a hot girl a prom. Like, she's going to say no, but I, I'm, I feel ballsy today. <laughs> Will you go to prom with me? Sure. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. I never went to promo. I wasn't allowed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my principal didn't like me very much. I remember that well. He did punch me in the stomach. I remember that well as well as also. Yeah, so if you're out there listening to this podcast, I still don't like you. Yeah, that's I don't right. Even, I don't remember his name. Uh, it'll come to me. I can't remember. He let everybody else go to prom. He wouldn't let me go to yep. prom. Amen. He didn't like me. What can I say? Which is weird because everybody likes me. I except know. for him. Except for that guy. I might have said a couple of things to him here and there, but you know, that was 20 years ago. So Exactly. F that dude. Uh, moving on. F that dude. He was a dick and he deserved it. <laughs> he deserved Are you talking about me? No, him. Oh, okay. Cool. Because uh, maybe we could be talking about me. Baltimore Buffalo. Uh-huh. We don't even talk about Buffalo. They didn't do anything. We already talked about Sammy Watkins and his foot. Tyrod Taylor did that great. LaShawn McCoy did look really good, but on the Baltimore side. Reggie Bush looked like a disaster. Oh, yeah. And he had, then move on. He had minus points. Um. He had negative four yards rushing him, and no catches. And him, so. Andrew Hawkins, and I think uh, maybe Devontae Booker like, all had negative points week one. That's awesome. Yeah. Way to contribute, guys. Everything is awesome <laughs> except for those three guys in fantasy. Um, Baltimore, big news is Baltimore had two active running backs. Terrence West, who had 37 yards, and Justin Forsett, who had 41 yards. Or 32 yards. For 30, yeah, West. 32 yards from West and 41 um, for Forsett. Yep. So only two active running backs. Um, which to me basically just says um, they're waiting for Kenneth Dixon to come and tear into this thing. I think so too. No, I mean, what it, what it says is Buck Allen stinks, which is what I've always thought, and that's what kind of what they think too. He's only good in the in catching situations. He can't run between the tackles. He couldn't do it in college. He can't really do yeah, it now. I didn't really get anytime I saw somebody on Twitter saying, uh, "Hey, Buck Allen in Baltimore," and I was like. Because I don't really talk smack on Twitter. I just right. see something, like, I just shake my head. I'm like, you're so wrong. But I don't even want to get into, like, I don't want to troll or get into battle. I'm just like, no. Right. But every time I saw Buck Allen, I'm like, no, dude, he's just not good. He's not And good. like you said, he was inactive right. week one. Um, it's not like these guys are great either, but I agree with you. Ken Thixon's way in the wings. I mentioned that on my Sunday ESPN show. I said, hey, guys, if you're out there and you desperately need a running back and you have patience and depth, uh, as weeks go along, pick up Ken Thixon, and you hopefully you'll be pleasant pleasantly surprised late in the season i mean yeah i definitely think that's what it's gonna be later in the season when that guy gets his shot but um there's definitely a wide open uh you know a spot there basically okay chicago houston um now 
again, not to toot our own horns here, but we've been preaching sell Jeremy Langford since March, right? I believe that's correct. They tried to see, sign C.J. Anderson, did they not? They sure did. And they failed. Uh, so they had Jeremy Langford there, and we said, now, okay, actually, let's toot our horns simultaneously because we said sell J.H.I.E., e., sell Jeremy Langford. And both of them look like people that need to be sold. Or they <laughs> Ajayi, Ajayi was a healthy scratch. Right. And Lang- Langford had uh, a 3.4-yard average. Yeah, he saved it with a touchdown. He had 57 yards and a touchdown and I think a couple of receptions. Yeah, two catches for six, six yards. yards. But I mean, 17 rushes for 57 yards. Basically, overall pedestrian numbers. He's a pedestrian running back. Right. They're, again, their future running back, like we said before, is in the 17 draft. Absolutely. Um, hope for a big game, and again, just get out on Langford while you can. Mm-hmm. If you can get a 17 second for him, just get out. He's not going. He's not going to be the running back. Uh, yeah, he scored a touchdown this week. Would be do, but he's not going to be the guy that helps you win a championship. So, I'd be happy with getting, if I can, a 17 second. Maybe you can get a little bit more than that. Maybe you put together get another game next week, and you kind of let those like the the touchdown itself will help boost his fantasy points. So. Sometimes when you're making trades, people just look at, like, what's his fantasy point total? Because they're right. like, hey, you make a trade for him and him, and you compare fantasy point totals. So maybe that can kind of help boost your value a little bit, like a little faux value. Um, but I strongly, again, I've been recommending this since March, getting out from Jeremy Langford. I, I mean, I completely agree. I don't really like the guy at all. Um, I guess there's not much other real news from that one, right? Nope. Moving uh, on. Well, actually, hold on. Will Fuller, um, I think, is worth mentioning. We've okay. dogged this guy all year. <laughs> you know, we got to mention this, too, because <laughs> him and Derrick Henry, we, we've dogged ridiculously. And everybody tweeted us, of course, saying, hey, Will Fuller. Should. Now, he did have is a big drop. Here's the thing. He had five receptions for 107 yards and a touchdown on 11 targets. And he had some pretty big drops. And he double-clutched, like, every catch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it was like, it's one of those things where, yeah, he had his end stat line looks good and it, that's obviously what you're going for is stats because we're playing fantasy football it's all about the numbers but um i'm just i'm just curious you know to i'm not sure he's going to get 11 targets every single game basically and to get five catches for 107 yards he may need 11 targets so i, yeah. I mean i i see this kind of normalizing and coming we, back we've down. been preaching that though too like his his he's he's not a bad we never said he was a bad football player he's right. just going to be inconsistent right uh and he's going to drop a lot of balls, and he already he already did it week one. So right. let's see, let's see what he does week. Two. He he did look good. He did, yeah. Props yeah, to yeah, him, absolutely. Um, and also don't we've mentioned his name before, Stephen Anderson, Stephen the tight Anderson. end, right? Uh, he may still be running waiver wire. I know we've mentioned him a couple times. If right. he is, pick him up, pick him up. Three, undrafted yeah, guy, undrafted guy, three um, three catches on three targets, twenty five yards. But um, it's a start. I mean, for for them, that's pretty big for their tight ends because it's huge. For yeah, so um, that's good. Yeah, so pick them up. Um, moving on, Tampa Bay, Atlanta. I know you're gonna have some beef with this because we're gonna talk about your boyfriend, uh, Devontae <laughs> Freeman. Now, Devante, there's got there's got to be some worry here. I, I know you said it's week one, and you're not worried because it's just week one. But the problem here with me is, even though it's a week one, this is something that's been building up through the preseason. Even before that, even in the offseason, they're saying, hey, we want to go running back com- by committee. Devontae Freeman's still the goal line back here, but and he out-carried Tevin Coleman. Right. But, but Tevin he- Coleman got the carries. And the biggest concern for me is in the passing game where Devontae Freeman had four targets, 
And Tevin Coleman had six targets in the passing game. And not only that, he did really well because he had five catches for 95 yards. No, yeah, no. Tevin Coleman definitely won the day. Uh, and, and, you know, I think it's going to be – and it's going to be a similar split, but I just don't think that Devontae Freeman is going to be shut down like this. I mean, he just got shut down in this game. He didn't, he didn't rush well. He didn't do great in the passing game. You know, he only had – he had four catches for 20 yards. Um. So I mean, there's going to be better days for Devontae Freeman, is what I'm. And if you own Tevin Coleman, why I'm not freaking out? Yeah, I think I think this showed you know his upside potential is there. Um, Hashtag two to three year window. Yeah, I think they're. I, I think it sucks for both of them because I think they're. It's going to be unpredictable. Well, it sucks because split. now if you want to sell Coleman, you can get really good value for him. Because but if you own Coleman, he's startable at this point. And if you own Freeman. You can't sell him because his value is down. It's just, it's just, right, right. I mean, for you, like, you are lucky where you have him. You have tons of other running backs you can start, right? But this is a guy that helped you win a championship last year. So at some point, I mean, you still got to be like, oh man. Um. Yeah, it's a bummer, but yeah, I do have other pe- other people to plug in, so I guess it's not that big of a deal for you personally. For me personally, but if yeah, if you're depending on Devonte Freeman, which probably a lot of people are, um, you're you're worried. I'd be worried. I have yeah. no Devontae Freeman share, so I'm not worried, but I would be worried. Um, I am worried for Freeman owners. Here's, here, I mean, here's the deal. I'm thinking it, of you, right? It, Look at me. It's okay. Thank you, Rick. I'm here for you. Thank you. Um, Do you want to talk about it? Maybe off Is that what we're doing? Okay, maybe off Okay, yeah. that's right. Uh, um, no, but to, it, may, it may take an injury to, like, clean this whole thing up. and But, you know, it might not be... An injury, Both one of these guys is going to be a stud. Right, buffet. exactly. That's... I unfortunately I don't know why they like to do this in the Kyle Shanahan, you know, Shanahan uh senior life. They love to screw with running backs and give them part-time jobs. I don't know. Sons of bees. Yeah, just let the guy run. Other side of the ball. Mike Evans looked great. But again, our boy Chris Sam- Charles Sims. Yeah. Looked really good. Yeah, I mean, uh, in the receiving game. Yeah, I was gonna say nothing, nothing big on the rushing game, four for nine. But um, I'm still buying. I'm still. We've been again. We've been saying this for months. If you could buy Charles Sims, yeah. buy him. Three for thirty-two and a touchdown in the, in the passing game on three. His day targets. is gonna come, right? I believe so. He's gonna yes. have. He's gonna have that Michael Turner role one day. Well, he's gonna be either traded. Yep. Sign with another team, or Doug Martin's gonna go down, and this guy's gonna be a like for like two years. A stud running back. I agree. He's definitely fan. worth trying to get a hold of. And Jameis played awesome, you know. Oh, well, we 280, did. yeah, 281 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Okay, that makes me feel good, too, because when Jameis came out, we we preached Jameis Winston like nobody has um, ever, really. Um, but it's coming true, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like Andrew yeah. Luck. Yeah, he's starting to really pull it together, man. He's... uh. He's startable. He's in his second. He was startable last year on you know spot duty, but he's you know he's a guy that you don't you feel I feel comfortable playing every week. No, I agree. I mean, four touchdowns looked great. Yeah. So Jameis is a stud. He's always we always thought he was going to be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like we said, this, we said this like last year. We're like, dude, he's going to be the future in like three years, four years from now. This guy's going to be like the top. He's going to be the Aaron Rodgers out there. Yeah, he's going. He's going. I'm telling you, he's going to contend with Aaron Luck, Andrew Luck. I I mean. Yeah, the way that they're playing and the way that that team is built in Indy, um, I think they're going to have, uh, yeah, they're going to be neck and neck. I mean, very similar type of type of numbers. Okay. Um, moving on, Minnesota, Tennessee. Minnesota, Tennessee. Uh, out there we had 
our boy Tajay Sharp. Yeah, man, um, big time. I'm. I mean, there's been a lot of hype around him, and you you kind of never know in the preseason if it's just hype and talk or or what. Um, yeah, but it seems like after one game, Tajay Sharp got 11 targets, seven receptions for 76 yards. 11 targets. So uh, I mean, it looks like this guy's going to be for real. He's he's he was far and away the the target leader there in Tennessee. Yeah, the guy number the people number two in targets. We're tied. You would think it would be Rashard Matthews. It wasn't. It was Andre Johnson and DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray. Seven. Yeah, seven each. Yep. Rashard Matthews only had three. Right. Yeah, dude. It, 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 was, it wasn't even close. Yeah, so. Tajay's definitely number one guy out there. I really have to get in and redo my dynasty rankings. I haven't touched him in like two weeks. So I got to bump Tajay Sharp up significantly. Um, so if you look at my dynasty rankings, I haven't touched him in two weeks. I'm sorry. I've literally had, had a day off from working since August 28th. Who needs them, man? I do, desperately. No, that's right. Did I tell you that I worked 44 hours straight? You for did. Wednesday to Friday? Yeah. Yeah, for all you guys out there. That's how, that's how dedicated of a man I am when it comes to work. I worked from 6 a.m. Wednesday morning to 2.30 in the morning, Friday morning. That stinks, man. It was the worst 44 hours of my life. I couldn't imagine. Oh, I'm so busy. I literally don't have a free minute. I, I, at one point, I got frustrated yesterday and told my wife, I was like, I literally don't have a minute. And then I come down here and we do the podcast. And she's <laughs> like, well, you have all these minutes. I'm like, I have to do the podcast. <laughs> it's like my release from like real life. Uh-huh. Um, enough about me again. Enough you about know? you. Nobody <laughs> wants to so hear about, about it. Me. Um, game after that. Oh, in that game too, uh, Stefan Dix. Mm-hmm. Seven for 103. Right, yeah. I mean, that's with Sean Hill throwing the ball. With Sean too. Hill. So that's only going to get better, I would imagine, or you know, at least stay on par with that. Um, so yeah, he, he he is again. He is somebody you might now. If the owner has him, he knows what's going on. Right. But at the same time, we've talked when we talked about him before. We said, hey, this guy is has pedigree. He is a five former five star recruit. Was really good at Maryland. Had some off the field issues with the injuries as well. And now he's coming in here. He's really starting to come to his own. This guy's a future number one receiver. Uh, yeah, like man, stud muffin guy. He looks great. Um, what times I, am I going to say stud muff in this podcast? I don't know, man. You've been staring at me so much. I guess it's kind of <laughs> hey. the, first, the first word that rolls off your tongue. Man. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> howdy ho there, neighbor. Um, Stefan Diggs, somebody right now, when you say Stefan Diggs and you think dynasty value, you don't think elite. But at this time, I'm thinking his value is boosting. It's people creeping. Are, yeah, people are sure. going to look at that quarterback situation in Minnesota and think it's a poo-poo palace, and you're going to want to get out there and you're going to want to capitalize on this, and you're going to want to grab Stephon Dix. I am saying now you want to go out there and st- get, get Stephon Dix. Absolutely. I'm with you, man. Would po- you be okay poo-poo with... Poo-poo palace and all. Would you be okay with trading Keenan Allen for Stephon Dix? Because I bet you can get Stephon Dix and maybe something else. I was going to say, you better get something else on top of that. But I bet it turns out to be fair value. Yes, I Just because of the injury. Now, yep. if, obviously, if Keenan Allen comes back and he's healthy all year, the whole time, yeah, that's going to be better. But at the same time, 7 for 103... He had good games last year. If that if he can stay consistent there, where he's catching seven balls from anywhere from sixty to hundred yards every week, I'll take that. I'll take that all day long. Right, and, and you know, obviously, availability is huge. So the best ability is availability. Nailed it. Moving on to the Bengals and Jets. Mm-hmm. Our boy AJ Green, who we've been saying is going to be a top three fantasy receiver this year. Guess what? Uh, just tore up Revis Island. Uh, just tore him up. Yeah, no Dominated. Big. No big deal. He had a Just, billion yards, right? Yeah, 12, 12 catches for 1 billion yards <laughs> and a touchdown. So, I mean, again, this is somebody, who, again, we said we we're going to have a monster year, came out, 
Revis Island day one mm-hmm. and had like 36 fantasy points. Uh, he's going to be a top three fantasy receiver this year. He crushed it, man. And yep. he's going to keep crushing it. Um, Quincy Anuwu Quincy out there. Anuwu. Tied with Marshall for eight targets. Yeah, that was the lead. I mean, they really spread the ball around. Forte got seven. Eric Decker had seven targets. Um, and then those two guys had eight. So, you know, um, Fitzpatrick was really moving the ball around quite a bit. Out of those eight targets, Anuwu caught seven of them. Right, yeah. For 54 absolutely. yards. Marshall only caught three for 32. And Decker only got two for 37. So I think, I mean, both of those guys kind of had an abnormally bad day. Um, yeah. Catching not, passes. Not not week one. Right. So um, I think Quincy Anuwu uh, will be a part of the offense going forward. And I think they even expressed that in the offseason. But I don't, I don't think it's going to be to the extent where he's leading the team in reception and yards. But you know, know what I pay attention to and things that help me make me a better fantasy player is when all year long, kind of goes back to the Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman kind of thing. When you hear people, only even when Cleveland, with Terrell Pryor, um, but guys like that, like Anuhu, we've heard his name, right. tidbits, just like little snippets here and there, like, hey, this guy's going to be a part of the offense. Oh, yeah, gotta We're going to use yeah, this guy. you got to file that kind of stuff away. Yep. And then you get into week one, and here he is. He's tied for the lead in targets. Right. Again, do we expect it every week? No, but it's you never know what's going to happen with any player. But when you hear these snippets, and you hear them, and you keep hearing them, and then they actually turn into real things on the field, you want to capitalize on that. Well, well, listen, I think there's enough balls to go around to have Brandon Marshall, Eric Decker, and Quincy Newu be pretty decent they don't have a tight end they don't have a tight end that's exactly what i was going to say so i mean like he's kind of their de facto tight end at this point for an offense i mean it can sustain a running back to two wide receivers and a tight end on a normal offense so yeah. why not you know why not throw it, why not throw a 17 third out there for him yeah he's a young guy absolutely you know i mean it, right now he's somebody uh, this week he had seven catches for 54 points right for 54 yards right that's 12 fantasy points. Mm-hmm. That's double-digit points. That's all you can ask well, for yeah, from he, a wide receiver. I mean, yeah, a touchdown, too. So, yeah, a touchdown. Right. So there you go. That's 19 points. Now the touchdowns will be here and there. But again, if you're giving up a 17 third, would somebody be like, oh, yeah, you know, new, I'm getting out on that. You're giving him a third-round pick for somebody that you can start in a bad, you know, injury spot, right. bye week. This is a guy you can start. Again, the, take advantage. At the same time, where the draft class is going to be great next year, take advantage of that and get quality returns now for guys that you can start for sure. Right? I agree, man. Big time. All right. Moving on to Oakland and New Orleans. Uh, Jalen Rashad. I'm going to change my name to Rashad Dotson <laughs> instead of Richard. I like that. It sounds classy. Rashad Dotson. Uh-huh. No, not Dotson. Just Rashad Dotson. No. I don't know what language it is. I don't know either, man. That one just sounded weird now. Yeah, I have a bad enough speech impediment it is trying to do some foreign language <laughs> thing. Uh, but he had three carries for 84 yards. Oh, uh, yeah. I think he broke off like a 75-yard run or something. That usually helps the nah, average, right? It'll help the average a bit. But the big thing is, like, he's like the the backup there, right? And Latavius Murray is, the way he runs, you just feel like he's just begging to get hurt. I mean, yeah. We actually, we, we kind of, you know, we caught a little bit of that game. And Latavius Murray... He's just so damn tall and runs so upright, man. That's not good. It's not good for a running back, no. It's, um, I mean, you want to be low and you want to be able to get those pads low. And, um, you know, when you run high like that and you're really tall and you're a big target, you're going to take some shots, man. And that's kind of probably why he's injured, you know, more often than not. And it's one of those things where I just don't think he's a long-term effective kind of running back. Oh, he's not. So, their, their running back is still in the 17 class right. as well. But Jalen um, Richards, I mean, he could be a guy that um, he's shown enough that, you know, when Latavius Murray 
or if Latavius Murray gets injured, he could be getting some carries. So that, that guy, I think Jalen Richards is a guy to file away and put on a watch list or if you have room, just, you know, snag him and pick him up. Yeah, he might be on spot. your waiver wire. Yeah. He might oh, be. Abs- absolutely, yeah. So pick him up, stash him. Again, one of the things that might take di- may, may not pay dividends early, but may pay dividends down the road. Mm-hmm. Maybe not even, probably most likely not even a long-term solution, right. but something that may pay dividends down the road this year. Yep. It's worth a stash on guys like that. Much better stashes than guys that you know you don't want on your roster. Um, get big game out of there out of Willie Sneed. Nine catches, um, 172 yards, and a touchdown. This is a guy we haven't even really talked about or given any respect to whatsoever this offseason. My man, Willie, dude. He was, he was like my... Wait, now he's your man? Dude, he was like my big free agent pickup last year. Willie Sneed, yeah. Well, I know he's your man. I, was, I thought I just went through and said, hey, this is a guy we haven't given any respect to. Oh, now I you're coming out and saying, oh. You're like, yeah, I my like, man. I like Willie, man. I always have, but... um. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, no way in heck I was expecting this kind of outburst. I was kind of nervous, to be honest. I mean, they just drafted a guy in the second round, Michael Thomas, and, uh, you know, bringing a new tight end. So I wasn't sure exactly where he was going to fall in the pecking order here. But, I mean, when you catch all nine of your targets for 172 yards and a touchdown, uh, Drew Brees is probably going to start taking notice of that. Yeah, and the big thing is they did draft Michael Thomas high. He was mm-hmm. the glory, you know, the glorious son of all rookie wide receivers in training camp and in the preseason look good. So that is going to hurt in the Willie Snead because, listen, Brandon Cooks is his number one run receiver there. He had six catches for 143, even though 98 of those were on one catch as well, but he had two touchdowns. And I don't know. They're a good enough offense so they can support three receivers. Absolutely. And, of course. And it, and it doesn't look like Kobe Fleener is going to be involved that much. Yeah, Kobe Fleener. What happened to Kobe? Kobe Fleener, I mean, this guy's going to have a monster year. Top, you know, New Orleans puts up a top seven, you know, fantasy tight end for the last eight years. Blah 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 blah. Thanks for the one catch for six yards there, Kobe. Mm. Hey, help, wait, help me out in Fanduel. Yeah, I'm buddy. smelling Turd Ferguson right uh, there. Goo, goo, indeed. And then Mark Ingram's there, who we've been pimping, even though he only had 12 carries for 58 yards. It was a four point in the average. Mark Ingram's fine. Absolutely. Just turned into the game flow was a shootout. Yep. Uh, Mark Ingram kind of got lost in that a little bit. And that happens from time to time in New Orleans. San Diego, Kansas City. Um, Melvin Gordon. Your man. Scores two more touchdowns than he did last, all of last year. All right. So many touchdowns he have this game? He had two. Two. That's one, two more than one. That's, that's so two times zero is zero, but it's still two more than he had last year. It's two more touchdowns than he had last year. He did. Yep. Melvin Gordon. <laughs> And what's good about Melvin Gordon is he had uh, 14 carries for 57 yards. It was a 4.1-yard average. He looked good, scored two touchdowns. One was on a 10-yarder. One was like a one-yarder. Looked really good. Downfall as the game came into, like, they, had a, you know, they were behind a little bit there. Right. Uh, at the end, when uh, Kansas City started to come back, you know, they had a big lead, and they blew it. Um, Danny, Woodhead was, Danny Woodhead was in the second half, and Danny Woodhead had a monster game. Big time. Sorry, excuse me. Are you yawning? It was a yawn, yes. I'm sleepy. It was right in the middle, and I was like, I know I need to get back for this. Uh, and I Rich was, ask I was yawning. I know. Isn't he? Yep. I was listening, at least. Um, so, um, I guess switching over. I mean, we talked about the Keenan Allen stuff. Um, he, was having, he was on his way to having a really good game, six catches for 63 yards, and then he goes down. Um, 
and then Tyrell Williams with two catches for 71 yards. And we talked about all those guys. Right, we talked. We kind of, I was just wanted to retouch on that. But then our man, Spencer Ware. Spencer Ware. Out of nowhere, some would say, but not us. Not us. We've been trying to, I mean, we've been talking about him, but I mean, recently we have had notes on him catching passes and stuff like that. And he working led the out. team in targets. Dude led the team eight targets, seven receptions, 129 yards. Say what? Receiving 129 yards receiving to go with his 70 yards rushing and a touchdown. That's more than most of these raw receivers on, on 11 carries. He had 70 yards on 11 carries. Yeah. So wow. is this guy better than Jamal Charles? Um, I mean, dude, the numbers. I mean, the okay, numbers would suggest that he's he's pretty good, but I don't know about that. I think that was a case to show that he now again, San Diego's not the best defense in the world either. Absolutely. Uh, but at the same time, it shows even when Spence, uh, when Jamal Charles comes back, that Spencer Ware is going to be in the mix here. Um, we were saying, uh, for the last couple of months, even if Jamal Charles starts here, like they're most likely going to use Spencer Ware as kind of like the goal line guy, and now they can be mixed in. And the passing downs as well, they're going to keep Jamal Charles fresh. That's obvious. They're kind of like working him back in here. Spencer Ware is the man. Oh, man. Definitely. And um, I think he's proven enough that, you know, that they feel comfortable sitting Jamal Charles another week. So um, he's good for one more week. He's, of good, he's good for another week of starting, I think, for sure. As long as Jamal Charles isn't starting, there, there should be no concern. And, um, um, yeah, as long as... You know, as long as he keeps producing, who knows? Maybe they'll just keep Jamal Charles shelved for a few more weeks, keep him fresh for the end of the season when they think they need him most. And, you know, we might we might be able to get a you know, good three, four weeks out of Spencer Ware well, here at the beginning of the season. I hope you listened to us in, back in, like, yeah. January. You said, hey, pick up Spencer Ware. This is a guy you want to have. Like, trade for him. And then cause definitely after they re-signed him and then they signed Chark Hendrick West, we're like, no, Spencer Ware is going to be the backup there. And here we are, week one, he's starting. And he scored like 32 fantasy points. He single-handedly won you a game. Booyah. Um, and he cost me a game because I told I t- my co-host, uh, Matt Fontana, on the ESPN show, I'm like, dude, you need to start Spencer Ware. And he's playing me. Yeah. I lost by two points. Way um, to fail. Yeah, you know. That's what happens when you give advice to people. Same thing with Juan. I told him, I was like, he had, uh, who do you have I, in there? Thomas Rawls. I'm like, dude. Thomas Rawls. I'm like, take him out. Put in Theo Riddick. Put in Theo Riddick. He just started scoring touchdowns like crazy. He looked at me. He's like, "You're some kind of guru." Like, That's what I do. Uh, Seattle, Miami. Yep. Um, not much to talk about there. Um, we did mention already that Ajayi was inactive. Um, so I mean, that was kind of the big story there. Um, Kristen Michael Thomas Rawls. Kristen Rawls. Michael, they said his his carries are going to increase, and he's already at a twelve, like fifteen to twelve split. Yeah. Christine Michael to Thomas. Kristen averaged uh four point four yards per carry. Yep. So. It's probably gonna be a kind of like a running back committee thing going on there. I think at long. least at least for a little bit. I think Thomas Rawls, once he works himself back into shape, will probably take that over though. I think he's just a better running back all around. Okay. Moving on. Uh Detroit, Indianapolis. Again, now here we just mentioned Theo Riddick had a hail of a game, right? Rushed the ball uh seven times for forty five yards. It's a six point four average and rushed for a touchdown. But then he caught five balls for sixty three yards and a touchdown as well. The guy looked terrific, picked up where he left off last year, where he looked terrific in the, in the passing game. But at the same time, Amir Abdullah looked really good. I, this was the thing that I was not, I didn't think could happen. Um, at least I, I still don't think it could, they can, you know, keep this up all year. But I didn't think they could get Amir Abdullah and Theo Riddick to both 
be, you know, I guess useful fantasy wise. Kind of, uh, and and they have. I mean, they've made them really both both catching touchdowns here, both catching, you know, five five passes. They're yeah, they're and so rushing similar. The yeah, so, yeah, they both caught five passes. Uh, Thiel for 63 yards, Amir for 57 yards, both for touchdowns. And then rushing the ball, Amir Abdullah averaged 5.3 yards per carry, and Theo Riddick averaged 6.4 yards per carry. Both above five yards per carry is pretty good. Pretty good. To, I mean, to, to me, that's, I mean, it's really, uh, I didn't think they could do it. I didn't think they'd want to do it. Um, and I'm not sure if it's going to work at, towards the end of the year. Um, it when, is week one. You can kind of figure that defenses can figure the thing out too. Right. But I will say this, and we've been preaching his name in more of a funny kind of way just because of his name. But Jim Bob Cooter. Jim Bob Cooter, man. Uh, is a hell of an offensive coordinator, man. Love the Cooter. And both do. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's going to be a head coach. Yeah, he's, he's, he's really shaping up to be, uh, you know, one of those guys that's, he's got to figure it out. He's got a good offensive. I mind. mean, the Lions haven't been good lately, but he's been, he himself has done a fantastic job with this offense. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about him since last year and how good of a job he has been doing. And now he's really utilizing those running backs when some of those receivers are kind of in question. Mm-hmm. Marvin Jones had an okay game there. Uh, Eric Ebron, nice five catches, 46 yards for a touchdown. Again. Jim Bob Cooter making this work. Can he make it sustain all year long and make a Abdul and Theo Riddick uh, both either high end running back twos, one of them running back one? As of right now, Amir Abdullah definitely looks like he's a clear lead back. Both both startable. They look they look to be, and I, I'm I'm kind of surprised. I'm knocked off my feet right now. All right, Dallas, New York. Moving on. Good to see Victor Cruz. I treat I tweeted that out there. You know, I've never seen anybody come back successfully from a patella tendon tear. And this guy comes out and he scores a touchdown. Yeah, man. You got to see the salsa dance. I was very happy for him. Four catches, 34 yards, and a touchdown. He was so pumped the first catch that he made, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was happy. I mean, yeah. I was legitimately happy for him. Yep. Um, I don't know how viable he's going to be in Dynasty going forward or fantasy football because Stillen Shepard's probably still going to start there. Stillen Shepard looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing crazy. Him and Victor Cruz had the same amount of targets. Nobody had a lot of targets there, which is surprising. A pass-first offense, um, Odell had eight, but that's it. It was an odd week, I think, man. Oh, um, yeah. So it is what it is. I mean, it, they'll definitely have bigger games, the three of them. So uh, flipping over to the other side of the ball, though, enough about the New York Giants. Okay. Uh, very depressed about what I saw this week. You just got eaten up there. Um, I agree. He was kind of running into, uh, into, it seemed like running into the line a lot too, which was uh, a little bit disturbing to see, but, um, not worried, but at the same time, it's like, oh, that sucks. Like you expected him to like have a huge, that would Dak Prescott. So they're either going to cl- cl- cloud, uh, crowd the box or not. But again, a 2.5 yard average. Here's yeah. Here's the, I mean, here's the deal. There's going to be games where that offensive line is clicking and he's going to look Amazing. I mean, I don't know week to week. I don't. I don't think he's gonna have a two point five yard average probably in many other games. We'll put it that way. Um, Jason Witten, fourteen targets. A little safety blankie. Yeah, a little safety <laughs> blankie for Dak. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, nine that, catches, sixty five yards. That's awesome. Sixty six. I mean, and that's you know, young quarterbacks look to the tight ends. They're they're there. You know just kind of moving the chains type of guys, and that's, you know, exactly what kind of role he's playing. And what about Cole Beasley? Like, I feel like Cole Beasley always pops up on the radar, like, week one, weeks two. Like, we, like he does something. Like, it's oh, like, yeah. ooh, look, can, yeah. can Cole Beasley? I mean, he had 12 targets, eight catches, 65 yards. But I feel like this is, like, a story that we've heard before, and, like, 
by the time like week seven comes around, like Cole Beasley's just that guy. Well, here's the deal: Cole, Be- Cole Beasley's the guy that gets single coverage, and uh, you know, for a young quarterback, he sees Cole Beasley sitting there and he beats his one man. I mean, so he throws the ball to him. So that's why he's got 12 targets for, you know, eight catches, 65 yards, while Dez has one catch for eight yards. Yeah, and which is weird because like I was watching the game and like. When it was over, I saw that Dez had one catch, and I'm like, I swear Dez caught like three or four balls. They were all like sideline, down the field, contested, you know, yeah. and then they get overturned. He had one that was in the end zone that caught that, it, then it came loose. Exactly. Yeah. Um, like, oh, yeah. It's Dez will be okay, though, right? Dez will be fine. Um, I'm guessing that they're going to start um, getting him going like a concerted effort to get him going, feed him some targets early. Give him some energizer batteries. Yeah, well, he's the type of guy that if if you don't get him involved early, sometimes he loses kind of focus. That's the first thing you said to me when you walked in today. Yeah. You were like, hey, man, we were talking, I think Dez's name came up, and you said, you know, I feel like they're going to really focus on him, yeah. to get him going. They do that. Yeah. They they make a concerted effort. At least they did with Tony Romo. I'm, he I, can pout a little bit, right? Dez? He'll he'll throw a fucking tantrum, yeah. Yeah, cross his arms, <laughs> stamp his feet. Yeah, take him a bongo. Yeah, yes, he'll throw a tantrum on them. I'll take if, the star right off this helmet. Yeah, he'll, he'll go over there and punch Dak if he doesn't throw the ball. <laughs> Dez does not care. Dak got Jack. But yeah. Dez, Dez is an animal. Yeah. Um, so. let's move on. Yep. New England, Arizona, our little sleeper pick of the year, Chris Hogan. Out there catching touchdowns are looking good doing it, right? Hoagies and grinders, hoagies and grinders. Navy beans, navy beans, Chris Meat Hogan, touchdown. Sandwich. Yeah, uh, so yeah, he 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 did exactly kind of what I thought there. I would imagine going forward, you know, he's going to have some more receptions to go along with that. Three is kind of a small number. But it seems like no one really got off in that offense. I think he's going to do better when Brady. I think this is like he's going to start getting warmed up and yep. then Brady's going to come in and all of a sudden Chris Hogan's going to be like, Boom! Yep. Shakalaka. I agree with that. He'll he's heating up. Yeah, because I mean, even Edelman only had seven receptions. But for... he looked great doing it. Right? No, I know, but for... I don't like the Patriots all. But I love Kronk. I love. I know I've said this before, but I love watching Julian Edelman playing football. I love the way he gets in people's faces. He takes no shit from nobody. He, he scrapes out there. every he's just... yard that you possibly can get on every play. Like he... he's scrappy doing yeah. Red Bull, man. Yeah, exactly. Which is, which is a monster. Right. So, Hogan, I mean, I think, you know, Edelman didn't get his normal, like, 11 catches. And Hogan, I think, will probably end up getting more, like, six or seven catches per game rather than the three once Brady's in there. So, but you could turn, like, 80 yards in a touchdown. Yeah, so. absolutely. I mean, that's... Yabba dabba do to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, another side of the ball, John Brown. Where, who? Yeah, I didn't see him. <laughs> where, 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 who? And Des Bryant, John Brown. Uh-huh, exactly. Yeah, a little small, quiet game. I know Larry Fitz beasted. For, yeah. My yeah, boy Fitzy. Brown only targeted four times. I know I know he's coming off like that like concussion. Concussion went out. Right. So maybe they did it on purpose, but come on, man. It's my for boy all, John Brown. For all the people that were hyping up JJ Nelson, he got like one reception for eleven yards and on his two targets. And got injured. So um because he's only 140 pounds. <laughs> and he blew away so, with the wind. Hey, so come di- back, JJ. It's just <laughs> a ghost of wind. <laughs> so di- dial that back a little bit. Um He's in Kansas somewhere with Toto. All right, exactly. David um, Johnson looked great. Can't say enough good things about that guy. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we both feel like that. Man, whatever. Yeah, whatever. He's, whatever. So he's good. Uh, Hashtag two to three year window. Uh, uh, moving on to the next game, Pittsburgh and Washington. Big Ben's a future Hall of Famer. Antonio Brown's an absolute monster. But how about, again, one of our sleepers on the year? 
Eli Rogers. Eli Rogers, yeah, man. Six for uh, 59. And caught on, a touchdown. On, now? Yeah, on seven targets. And the one target that I think was was off was actually a misrun route and then Ben threw his interception. So, like, how does that, like, I'm okay. I, want, I wish I could go back and see the stat line on his touchdown. Like, his touchdown wasn't a target. It just bounced off the receiver it, and it, ended up right in his hands. Right, it bounced off Sammy Coates' stinking hands. And fell into Eli Rogers' hands. Dude, Sammy Coates is so bad. Yeah, he is. He's so bad. So we'll see what I, happens I, when I Marcus actually, Wheaton comes I had back. A, next I year. actually had high hopes for him going into the season. I did not. He just sucks. He sucks so bad. He can't catch, man. Yeah, I'm training Sammy Coates for a sandwich for sure. Yeah, nice exactly. turkey club. So or something. we we didn't see what we wanted to out of Matt Jones, but he only got seven carries, so that's kind of hard to get any kind of rhythm going at all. I'm still others. not a fan of his. No, you're not. But Rob Kelly got no carries. No Chris carries. Thompson, though, is a sneaky little guy there. Chris Thompson was there, and he had four uh, rushes for 23 yards. That's a good, solid 5.8 yards, yards per average. Also had two catches in the receiving game. Absolutely. And here it was a weird game. Kirk Cousins was like, um, he was off the entire first, probably like half. Just like you like that? Yeah, he was just off. Like, he was throwing. Everything was low. So, I mean, it was hard to get anything going for them. And, um, I don't know, just a weird game. Yeah, Deshaun Jackson, a little undervalued this year. Six catches for 102 yards. Again, I feel like Deshaun Jackson's somewhat undervalued. Very solid game. In a contract year, uh, somebody might be looking for, not cheap, but somebody might be. Deshaun Jackson's obtainable. Yeah, I think so. And the weird thing is, it seems like they're not using him as like just a go along guy either. So he he kinda will have a little bit more of a maintained level of uh of fantasy value. And Jesse James had five catches on the other side of the ball for thirty one yards and seven targets. So he is gonna be utilized with all that uh um he, he definitely got targeted in, screen news. He, he definitely got targeted in the end zone too. It was a low pass by Ben, so he missed that one. But And finally the last game Ooh. of the week. The toilet bowl. I was sleeping. I was definitely not watching this game. <laughs> I was in deep REM by yep. the time this game uh, came into effect. I did get up and watch highlights. Okay. Uh, and see more, what I could that's see. That's more than I did, so I'm just going off well, what I I had to see what my boy Carlos Hyde did, because I, I drafted Carlos Hyde everywhere in my redraft leagues. I have tons of dynasty shares of Carlos Hyde. I've been preaching his name for a while, saying this guy's going to be good. 22 carries, 88 yards, only 3.8 average, but at the same time, he scored two touchdowns. If he just caught a couple more balls, he only caught two. But he still, got two, though. Beggars can't be yeah, choosers. That's not too bad. And, the, uh, and, and also, it looks like Torrey Smith is not the number one receiver there. Jeremy Curley. Well, Torrey Smith stinks. Um, yeah, well. I've always thought that. I, well, I we've been like saying who's going to be the number one receiver there. I thought it was going to be Torrey Smith by default, but now it looks like Jeremy Curley, who had. 11 targets, which is double of what Torrey Smith probably I mean, that, that's six. a guy that they traded for, too, like two or three weeks ago. That, that came in, like, almost right away. And, yeah, he's, he's stealing the show here a little bit on the targets and the receptions. And, and you know, hey, Chip Kelly's offense, they like to focus on their number one receiver. Jeremy Curley, again, you might, be able, might finish as a wide receiver three, but you can go out and get him. Absolutely. And, I'm buying. And another um, kind of big story there was the Todd Gurley, um, 17 carries, 47 yards, only 2.8 yards Ooh. per. Um, San Francisco has a good front seven, and they've been, they've been loading it up with first-round draft picks, it seems like, for the, about the past three or four years. Um, so, I mean, I guess that's it's concerning. I mean, but the more concerning part of it, I think, for me, is that Todd Gurley, he, like, didn't touch the ball in the fourth quarter. 
No, so, that's, that's somewhat um, concerning. And again, Todd Gurley doesn't catch footballs. Okay, he doesn't. And with them being as bad as they are, there might be a lot of fourth quarters where he's not in the game. Yeah, and that's what we were saying before when I was making up. that case for like Zeke being number one, and like Levan gets hurt. I was like, Todd Gurley, he's yeah, he's a fantastic running back. He's definitely top three fantasy dynasty running back going forward. But if you play in PPR leagues, the guy doesn't catch his footballs, right? right? Look at Theo Riddick. What Theo Riddick does is how those PPR guys hold value. Right. You know, those guys hold value. That's why if you can get out from a guy like Todd Gurley and get an elite receiver and something else, then, like, what if you can get, like, a really good receiver um, a la Dante Moncrief and then get Theo Riddick? Like, Dante Moncrief and Theo Riddick for Todd Gurley. Like, off the top of your tongue, like, oh, that's a bad trade. But who's getting all the fantasy points? Right. The, yeah, I mean, in the long run. And I'm not getting again. I know it's only week one. I'm not getting crazy at the same time. But again, the Ram has the Rams don't have receivers. Okay, their number one receiver is what Kenny Britt, Devon Austin. Yeah, you can take that bag of poop and catch it on fire on somebody's doorstep. Okay, and I want Todd Gurley. They're gonna crowd the box on this guy. They have no court. Case Keenum's their quarterback, the number one overall pick. Jared Goff looks lost out there. It's bad, man. I mean, they gave Tavon Austin 12 targets, and he only caught four four of them for 13 yards. People were asking me, should I start Tavon? Because he signs his big contract. People were like, should I start Tavon Austin? I'm like, no. What? Because the the Rams were stupid enough to pay this guy all this money. You're going to try and don't play. Don't eat. He's not even rosterable. Twelve much in my targets, eyes. four receptions, thirteen yards. Yeah, people are like, "Hey, should I start Tavon Austin? Start. You shouldn't really roster this guy. Yeah, get him out of oh, here. Oh, I would. As soon as he signed that contract, you should try and sell him for anything at all. But it is some worrisome for Gurley. Again, I still love Gurley. This isn't a big uh, sell alert, but at the same time, it worries you. Like you said, his pass catching ability, his usage, the way that you crowd the box against him. They don't have a quarterback at this point. I mean, and they're going to be behind in a lot of games. Yeah, and them and the Browns are going to be fighting for the first overall pick. I, For our sake, I hope we don't get the second because all we're going to do is get trade raped by them. Yeah, because they're going to trade it away. Right. They're like, hey, we're a flaming bag of poop on somebody's porch. Exactly. Somebody come, don't step on us, just pour some water on us. If you step on us, we'll you've ex- been duped. We'll explode on your foot. Um. So that's that. That's the week, right? That's the week, man. We're going into week two. <laughs> going into week two. Which starts in tomorrow. Jeez, oh, man. We record on Tuesday, right. so we're going to talk like it's out Wednesday. Uh, tomorrow. Um, in the meantime, did you even check your September Madness? I won both mine. You won both? Yeah. High five over table. Yeah. yeah. I went one for two. Um, it it wasn't that I did great in either one of them. It was just the people that I played were worse. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. Hey, yes. five more games, you're going to win $1,000. I know, man. I so know. we were waiting to see. Um, Maybe by then I'll actually have a tight end back on my roster. How those go, right? Yeah. We we're going to wait and see to make sure they go smooth. They went real smooth. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I don't know when. I, t- I told uh, Josh, he, he kind of does all the computer stuff for the site and kind of like maintains the site because he's good at that stuff. I don't know how to do that. I own a website. I just don't know how to run a website. Um, so we're going to open September Madness back up. Awesome, man. So check it in the shop category. I'm sure it's going to fill soon. I think what I would like to do, is, as long as we can keep filling them, I'd like to kind of try Evo open one each week. Yeah, mine as well, man. Keep Until we get to like week 10, really. Just keep them rolling. See how we do. I mean, remember, September Madness, all you have to do is win six games in a row and you win $1,000. It's awesome. If you win five in a row... Five in a row, you win Dynasty Nerd shirt. Nice. Or is it like four in a row? I don't remember. Look at read the website. Read the rules. All those words, people. Man. I, don't read, I don't read the five. If print. you're worried about it, just this read is what the I rules. See. I see twenty dollars buy-in, win five games, six games, you win a thousand dollars. 
Uh, if you win this many games, you get a free shirt. There you go. Get Pretty something. Selfish, Miami, yeah, right? not too bad. Is there any other like league you're playing that you're buying for twenty bucks and you can win a thousand dollars? Nope. And that means thirty-two people right now are eliminated for September Madness. <laughs> Actually, no, because we did. We have two of them, so sixty-four people. There you go. I am one of those sixty-four. You got it. You got it. Bumped out on one of them. It was a, you know what? But it's okay because it was a league. I don't even have a tight end in that league. I had uh, Tyler Eifert, and then I had uh, like. Uh, Somebody else, that yep. they even play. I think Jeff Hireman or something. You know, it's some right. some bad. This what opened up in March. We opened these. We yes. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was March or April or something. It, it was bad news. Yep. You know. Um. Even though I think I saw like I think Colleen Cassidy had uh she crushed it. Yeah, and she had Mark Sanchez yeah. and uh Tony Romer as her quarterback. Yeah, she crushed it. Unless it's like that's a different one, Shannon. But I know she probably I saw she had won. like Antonio Brown and somebody oh, of course else that she had. Oh, Al, and... She had yeah, D'Angelo Williams, Antonio Brown, right. Ben Ross. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I went to go look to see if she won too, but she won as well. I won. I'm really happy that you won two in a row. I know um, our editor Dan Pillar. He said he crushed it. Nice, which is good. I, I go did. Through I did not by any means crush it, but the the other people I played just were Listen, worse. If you get by by one, that's all that matters. That's hey, all if that I matters. win five games by one point, yeah, it doesn't doesn't matter. Dude, I'm gonna make it rain <laughs> either way. All right. Yep. Um, and if I win, if I win my first four, I make an announcement too. I'm giving my Dynasty Nerds T-shirt that I win away to a podcast listener. Well, clearly, I will do the same. So yeah, yep. if we win our conference, we'll give that shirt that we win away. It's yep. not gonna be like, oh, we won. We're gonna put that shirt right yeah, back right, in inventory. Right. Somebody's gonna wear that winning shirt. Yep. And they're gonna go around and give high fives across the world. Yeah, and and now maybe we should maybe give it to the person that we beat out or something. Ooh, I like that idea. Yeah, here's the consolation prize, yep. nerd. Yep. Or maybe it'd be to the guy you beat first. You may have a lottery. I don't know. We'll figure it. We'll out. figure it out. But look for those September madnesses. I'm gonna get the new one. Are you getting the new one? Absolutely. Um, September madnesses in the shop category. Twenty dollar buy in. If you come in first place, you win a cool G. I think second place pays like two hundred bucks. Two hundred, three hundred. I don't remember. I don't know. There's so much cash going around. I it's know. It's all over the place. Again, we don't do this stuff to make money. We just do it to have fun. Absolutely. So it's like it's not like yeah, it's a twenty dollar buy in first place makes five hundred. Ooh, we keep seven hundred of it. Hell no. No. Nope. That money goes right to the winner who deserves it because it's awesome sauce. Um, <laughs> even though it's a lot of work to do, I feel like we should make more money. But whatever, man. We're not here again. That's why the site's free. That's why everything we do is free. We're just here to help you become a de- better dynasty player. One day we'll figure out a way to make money at the site. But in the meantime, if you do want to support the site, the best way to do that is buy Dynasty Nerds t-shirt. We got to sell two of those a month just to pay for the podcast. Yeah. So if you have one, buy another one. Uh, also, if you want to help the site out, just go down iTunes. Give us a rating and review. It helps out the podcast in more ways than one. And also, the best way to support the site is literally just go to the site every day. Yeah. Make it your homepage. Yeah, make it your homepage. Click yeah. on everything. Click on stuff. You see ads on a website? Click on those. They pay us money if you click on them. Don't even buy anything. Just click on them, browse around, you know, like once a week or something like that. Just click on them. Just go to the website. Yeah. I mean, we have tons of stuff on there to read anyway. It's not like we're telling you to go there for no reason. It's there to help you, right? Absolutely. So click on the ADP. Click on the rankings. Uh, click on the articles. And click on other stuff that's there, too. I'm sure we have tons of stuff. It's an awesome site. It is an it's awesome It's one of my site. favorites. It is my, it's in my favorites. Like, if I had to design a website, <laughs> it'd be just like this. Uh-huh. Weird. Well, Weird how that works. It sure does. Well, until then, good luck to your uh, dynasty teams, fantasy football teams out there. Week two is right around the corner. And remember, if you lost last week, we have this week to rebound. If you lose this week, no worries. You keep yeah. on trucking, man. Yep. You can go 0-4 and still come back and win this thing. 
The season's not over. Never give up. Stay on top of that waiver wire. Pay attention. Make moves. Listen to the podcast. You'll be in good hands. Hit us up on Twitter with your questions. I'm at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Matt. You can follow the site at Dynasty Nerds. And that's it. That's it. I hope I win week two in September Madness. I have this really bad feeling I'm not. But in the meantime, I'm an optimist. You're always an optimist. I'm already, dude, I'm already waiting for this new September Madness. Sorry, I got a game plan. Oh, man. I had a game plan last time. But I, I had a game plan. New... I, had a, I had a game plan. Dude, you want to hear, hear my secret? Everybody's, I'm uh... going to draft really good players. Oh, my God. That's a, dude, don't tell anybody. It's The bye weeks are going to be different, though. It's going to be a little tougher yes, to fall. It's going to be a little tougher. Yes, it is. It's going to be tough. I got an idea. I want to win. Okay. Toodaloo. Ready, set, Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.